Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Welcome! I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film, and this is Cinnabuds. This week on Cinnabuds, we are talking about Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. <laughs> Before we get started, every woman is not built for the great responsibility of being a first lady. Pastor Lee Curtis Childs faces allegations of misconduct. His megachurch may never be the same. Lee Curtis and I, we're going to get to the other side. Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul is the debut feature film from Adama Ebo, and I really hope I'm saying that right, uh, who's a twin, by the way, and her twin uh, is the producer, which is interesting. Yeah. But it stars, um, who does it star? Regina Hall, the wonderful Regina Hall, and Sterling K. Brown. And this week on Cinebuds, I am joined by local artist, I'm going to say icon, <laughs> Dwellefant. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It is a great honor to be here with you, Christopher. Agreed. <laughs> I've known you for quite a long time. Like 30 or 40 years? Yeah. 50 years? <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> yeah. Minimum. Uh, but yeah, this was exciting to have you on, talk about this movie. I feel like we haven't hung out. So um, Christopher and I were originally the um, brothers in the Ocean's Eleven movie. Yeah. And then we were too beautiful for that cast. So yeah, they, 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 became, found, they had a hard time casting around it. So they were like, sorry, guys, you got to go. We're, yeah. We found this Affleck kid. and Yeah, story of my life. Jimmy Kahn's son. <laughs> those, those brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they dumped it down for the roles. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was maybe based on us. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I think all brothers are based on us. True. Is that sweet? I mean, we're like the clay from which all siblings are molded. Yeah, that's right. We're the Cain and Abel. Uh-oh. This will be fun. <laughs> Cutty cut all of this. Yeah, never. <laughs> all right, so we watched this movie with the wonderful Regina Hall. Yeah, big fan of hers. Yeah, me too. And also like Sterling K. Brown. Yes. Most people know him through a wall of tears because they see him on This Is Us yeah. every week. Um, never seen an episode. Uh, I have not either. Oh, okay. Um, but I've heard he's very powerful. I've seen him in other stuff. He's I, very everyone I know who watches it always talks about crying. Yeah, during it. Um, that's what I've heard, yeah. He was very funny. Yeah, he was good. He was very intense. Every time I see, I, I say every time I see him, it's been a handful of times I've seen him in roles, but when he talks, it looks like he is putting in work. Like his yeah. mouth is real intense, his every, eyes. Every muscle in his yeah, body Yeah, his is. face is working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is what was your overall? We'll talk about generally. What's your overall take on this movie before we get into like the nitty gritty of it? I thought it was worth watching. Yeah, but I kept expecting like an explosion of their chemistry. Yeah, they were, they were very good when they had their moments. Yeah, but it, it just felt like it was uh, working too hard to fill like a two hour time frame. Yeah, no, I think I'm I think I'm on board. There was a lot of good stuff I liked about the movie, and we're gonna talk about that in the podcast. But it's generally uh, about these two characters who are uh, preachers in a megachurch. And there's a scandal, and the film is essentially them trying to come back from that scandal. But it's a lot about their relationship. The two, the main, the two leads are, have put in their work. Like, they yes. did an amazing job. But, yeah, there's some 
issues I have with it overall, I also think it's worth watching for sure. We're going to talk more about this in the rest of the podcast. Please stick around. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the honor system. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. All right. We're back. We are back. And we're talking about honk for Jesus, save your soul, not honk your soul, save for Jesus. There's a period between... It's there like two is. sentences. I will say usually if there's a long title of a movie, it appeals to me just because it's different. Yeah. But. Can I tell you something else that is probably will disgrace me in the world of cinema? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, That's good for my ratings. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I secretly <laughs> love it. I know this is like a cardinal sin. I secretly <laughs> love it when the title of the movie makes its way into the movie somehow. Oh, oh yeah. Right? When they say the line. Yeah. Like, I mean. When it's on the sign. Oh, yeah. In there. And honestly, it's such a small part of the movie overall. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh. There it is. There's yeah. the line. Well, I don't mind it when they do it like that. When if they have it on a sign, like it's cleverly put in there. Yeah. Uh, also, it's fun for me when I don't, I can't connect to the title until I see the movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh that's why it's called that. Yeah. Which that doesn't happen as often. I don't think it's that bad. It's not like in Star Wars, like, well, he's a real Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would love that, but it if would only we could get rid of this Phantom Menace. <laughs> um, so we talked a little bit about how we were like, kind of on the fence. We we're back and forth. We liked parts of it, some parts of it, not so much. So let's let's start negative, and then we'll go positive. Okay. So um, actually, my two big negatives aren't even negatives. I yeah. just think there were like things that I are uh, not really about the... F- so the big one was it felt like a COVID movie. Yeah. There were... There was nobody in it. Like Oh, you mean... No one... Like, they spend so much time filming in the church that yeah, hasn't yeah. opened yet. And it's just the two main characters. Talking. No one in the background. Forth, yeah. No construction crew. No janitor. Right. And I kept thinking to myself, like, if you're, like, a week away from opening, surely there's someone dusting. Or, okay. like, <laughs> um, yeah. But be living through these darling times like you've seen yeah. some movies where it's just like five people in a room for the whole movie you yeah know? um that's true yeah i can see that it was a, a i mean i like it as a as a uh indie you know it's mm-hmm. kind of pared down yeah but and then you eventually start you know they go to a mall here and there but yeah but yeah i can see i that. just kept noticing that the only and the other thing was just stylistically i felt like the jumps from the documentary cruise footage to like just the movie itself. Right, yeah. It wasn't that different. It was like yeah. an aspect ratio change, but even it was subtle. It was subtle. I didn't even notice it. So for those who haven't seen it, uh, it's a mockumentary style. There's a uh, there's a film crew talking to the two pastors uh, who run the church, and it's that kind of fake documentary. But then there's a moment where, which was imperceptible to both of us at first, where they switch to not the camera footage of the crew. It's like, now it's just the movie, the director perspective. And you're like, wait, because there was a moment where I was watching with uh, Nicole and she's like, wait, is the camera crew hearing this? And I I said, no, I think they've switched. And it's like like 30% of the way in. So you kind of got used (laughs) to this mockumentary style and then it switches. So it's a little bit, 
abrupt. But then later on, I got used to it. You can tell when they're addressing the camera and you can tell when it's just like the movie. The yeah. Movie, yeah. But yeah, it's abrupt. What were your least? Um, I think that I think similar things. I do think the story was stretched out. I know you were talking, we'll talk more about this. The sh- this was based on a short film that by the, the same director and writer, and then they broadened it for a, for a feature. And I, you can kind of feel that it does feel like it stretches yeah. a bit. And there's a, a couple of moments where I was like, okay, I've seen plenty of this thing that you're doing. Yeah. You know, this conversation, the tension that you have, we can move on from this. Now a new thing has to happen. You need some yeah. sort of conflict and there is conflict and there's plenty of it. I do think it could have been like 15, 20 minutes shorter. It's not yeah. even that long of a film. No, it, and it does a good, it's, it felt too. And I know that this was sort of the inspiration for the short because it was based on a real life pastor scan. Yeah. Um, but it was like a person clearly wrestling with all the different things that go through your mind. Like when this happens to your congregation right. or, you know and it t- it touches on all those things like people abusing their power people like shielding themselves from accountability right <laughs> you know and then what you as a parishioner might go through um or a congregant whatever yeah but like because church does good things for a lot of people right and then when something bad happens they're like you wrestle with like well but wait this made me a better person yeah yeah you know? So it did a good job of like hitting all those notes, but with the two actors leading the like, you could have really dug in and like punched hard. Yeah, and I don't. I think they just stopped short of like really. I agree. I think in. the two actors are phenomenal. They do a great job with what they could. You know, mm-hmm. uh, even beyond that, I think there's a couple of scenes where I was like, "There's a final one of the towards the end." There's a scene with Regina Hall that is just despite this, um, I won't not to give anything away, but despite this very physical, funny thing that's occurring, yes. um, very, very powerful speech that she gives. She's one of my favorites. I think right now, have you, have you watched black Monday on Showtime? No, I have. Wait, uh, is that the one with Don Cheadle? Oh yeah. Yes. I have seen that. I have seen that, that. is, uh, not for the faint of heart. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. is a very, cra- it's a Showtime show. So it's yeah. very crass, right. violent, vulgar. She is phenomenal. In that. Yeah. And I feel like she brought a lot of that, the acting she does in that show yeah. into this. Um, but man, the, yeah. the idea of like having to be reserved because your idiot husband keeps making yeah. mistakes. I have one more negative thing, but since you brought that up, I want to talk about one of the positive things, which is the best thing about, and this is probably all Regina Hall too, is this movie is very much about the about Regina Hall, as far as I'm concerned. This is about yeah. her dealing with and sticking in regardless of the ridiculousness of Sterling K. Brown's character. She sticks with him and she deals with a lot and she works incredibly hard, has to suppress a lot of feelings. Yes. And you can see that on her face. You can see that she's suppressing it. That's like an impressive mm-hmm. acting skill that your character is supposed to be suppressing it, but you have to let the audience know you're doing it. Yeah, that's hard, and she nails it. And then you really see, and it's, there's a great kind of comeuppance sort of that her speech, her character gives, where it's you can finally hear what's actually going on in her head. Yeah, which is amazing. So she handles this perfectly. And he and the balance of him clearly being this like man of great hubris, but yeah. then like his insecurities showing up. Yeah, and so like. In a, in a scene, they were both great about in the same scene, like flipping 
the emotion that they're giving. Yeah. It was, it was really impressive to watch. And like, I would watch six hours of them just having emotions. <laughs> yeah. That's why the thing, this is the thing that is most worthwhile about this, watching this film. And I think you should check it out is that the back and forth between them is such a roller coaster, but the most mild roller coaster at times, which mm-hmm. is like, you expect that to go higher. And then their characters are so good and they know they're being watched that they have to cool it down. They have to go down. So it's this very mild roller coaster that feels like it's about to go off the rails at any yes. moment. I just realized that was an amazing metaphor. <laughs> I did not know I had control of that metaphor, but it worked out. <laughs> you've, but, you've done this before. Yeah, I mean, I'm a professional. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that that's the best part of it. Now, the thing about Sterling Hayden, and again, I do, I'm not... Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown. Who's Who, Sterling Hayden? Who is oh, Sterling there Hayden? is an old actor named Sterling Hayden, and I think I keep doing that. Was, he, I, was he in Forrest Gump? N- oh, I don't know. I think he was in a Kubrick movie. Uh, the like the blocks, like the Lego type blocks. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, uh, so, because the, my biggest problem with the movie is that it is referred to as a comedy. Mm, yep, and. It, to me, really reads like a drama that has some funny things that happen in it. Yeah. I didn't read this as a comedy. But once I adjusted that when I was watching and I was like, I don't think this is accurately being portrayed as a comedy. Once I adjusted my expectation at that point, it became a lot easier to watch. Well, and for me going in seeing her, even though she's done a million great things. Yeah. She's not just a comedy actress. My most recent thing that I've seen her in was where she is just filthy funny. Oh yeah. So I'm expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. No, that's on us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they do, I was like looking it up and it is like marketed as a comedy, which I think is a mistake. And I don't even know if that's the intention of the filmmaker. There are funny things that happen because they are, they also kind of lampooning these Mm -hmm. mega churches, but Sterling's character, I'm just going to call him Sterling in case I call him. You're, I mean, your first name basis. <laughs> we're, at this buddy, point. we're buddies. I've seen this movie. I can call him Sterling. <laughs> uh, is that his character, it was good. He was great. But it was like that character I expect to do. All the things you did in that character, I expect it. I expect you to try to be overly masculine to kind of compensate for these rumors. Mm-hmm. And I expect you to be like, oh, you know, Showtime. He says Showtime a lot and have all the, you know, the, the, the big, the colorful suits and the expensive cars. I, if this were really a comedy, if it was intended to be a comedy, that character could have been so much like a touch more foolish and a, a little bit, actually that's it. Just a touch more foolish. And I think that would have made it a comedy to me. And then her character could even respond to the exact same way. And I think it would have adjusted my expectations. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think, you know, talking about it, the not being able that paired with the not differentiating between like the the documentary footage and the real footage. Yeah. Um, it all goes to this thing I kept thinking the whole time is there have been examples of this that were really well done throughout time. Yeah. These characters, this way of filming. And, right. And it, it didn't seem like they embraced like – because when you're – I mean we are both creative people. Like yeah. you look at what was done before you and – Oh, right, like, right. You're like, well, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to paint water lilies. That's been yeah. <laughs> really well. Um, to be fair, I think I could really up the game. Yeah. You've, on, the, on the water lilies. They're due for an upgrade. But uh, yeah, you learn from it. And I feel like this movie was made yeah. without, like, looking at some reference material. Yeah. That's um, very possible. But. And now you saw the short film. I did. So What's I'm, the difference between those two? Uh, well, it's shorter. Oh, <laughs> that's why they call them that. 
No, I, I would. I, so I would encourage everyone to go see this. Um, and then I, I'm not. I won't be manning the board. So they just send Christopher your complaint. Yeah, yeah. Um, just email me. But the short. Also, then watch the short. I would not watch the short first. I'd yeah. watch the full length. The short is if you took the movie and just crunched it to like those most incredible scenes. Yeah. Um, it's very quick and not the same actors yeah. at all. Um, but uh, I wish I wrote down the name of the woman um, who who Regina Hall's playing in the remake. Oh, yeah. She was excellent. They were both excellent, but like you almost didn't need to recast her. Um, I felt like that that woman nailed that oh, role. Yeah. It felt really – but they got the footage, I think, probably because of budgetary constraints. Yeah. Like, it, it felt like this was a documentary I'm watching about these very tragic and problematic people. <laughs> in the short? In the short. Oh, okay, yeah. So highly recommend watching the short. It's um, on YouTube, I believe. It is on YouTube, yeah. yeah. And then I would – I mean, I'm also going to say, like, I would be very curious to see what these – this twin sister team does next. Yeah. Um, because it's to make a jump from like a short, low budget film to a giant. Yeah. And they did have Jordan Peele and Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya yeah. Not Kaluuya. Kaluuya is a beverage. That's true. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya is a tall They're drink both refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We're both going the same direction. But yeah, it would be, it will be interesting to see what they do because now they've worked with the same subject matter twice. Yeah. So what comes next? You clearly have talent that believes in you. Yeah. You, you and, they were able to like that looked like a feature film. Yeah, for sure. So. And these, and you know, we have these criticisms, but there was so much about this movie that we liked and you can definitely see the talent that goes into this movie. There was, and I was speaking of the comedy part of it. There was a scene when they're driving in the car and they are oh. all of a sudden the, this like hardcore rap song comes on. And these two people who've been very, you know, very Christian, very reserved, they full out sing along hard to the song. That was a very funny scene and really yep. well shot. There's a lot of moments like this, a lot of visual bits in this uh, movie that were really impressive in the basketball court scene where he's talking to the sound oh. man and they slowly from the other end of the court push in on the conversation and you're not sure if they're being recorded or if this is the movie, that, which is one of the parts of that I really liked. There's a great scene between them, the way that shot. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that's expertly done. So that's why... It's kind of exciting to think about like, okay, it's, we get why this was made. We get why this was uh, pushed in. It would be really cool to see more stuff from them. Yeah. And I'd be I'd be curious if um, – do you interact with your listeners at all? Do you? Yeah, we do. We have, yeah. we have a I saw the, mail, the mailbags. The yeah, I, got, I get mailbags to my house. Yeah. Uh, people stop by. You can just pop in. <laughs> I'd, I'd be curious if people were to write in and, and like if they could think of a movie they saw that was like a debut movie and then like – the next time around, that same creative team made like oh, so huge something wonder, epic, yeah, yeah. and like they found themselves, and it was a game changer. Sophomore efforts, yeah. If you're on, if you follow us on Instagram, please post or reach out and tell me if like a fe- if a feature director's sophomore effort really is like oh yeah, you can see how they grew. Yeah, That'd be really I, cool. I'm blanking. I can't think of. I know. If once I'm asked a direct question that I need to think of right now, <laughs> my brain shuts down. By the way, where is my check? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> I think we're going to get to our next segment, which is one of my favorite segments, and it is, what else have you been watching? Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul was my palate cleanser. Yeah. Um, after a previous night's uh, flushable double feature. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, a great name for something. Um, so the the 
worst of the two, and I'm sorry, is you're, okay, you're not showing yeah. it at the Oriental Theater. You're no. I hope. I hope, um, so. I hope not. The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock and Oh uh, Chad Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, not yeah. Chad Tatum. Chad Chad Tatum. <laughs> Chad Tatum works at uh, <laughs> Auntie Anne's at the mall. Um, <laughs> He's a little heavy on the butter. It was. It was not good. Yeah. It was. Imagine. You were like a big fan of Indiana Jones. And <laughs> yeah. Romancing the Stone. All these adventure movies. That's what movies. I thought of when I saw the trailer. Um, Channing Tatum. Yeah. Uh, you know, I do have a problem with beautiful people who are funny. Who Which is why timing. there's tension between us. There is. Yeah. It is. Christopher, you've, since I've known you, <laughs> is like walking around with America's oh. funniest model. Oh, it's, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I apologize to everybody all the time. I get it. I used to... So, fun fact, Christopher and yeah. I worked together at Milwaukee Film years ago. That's true. And I used to have to intercept um, fans at the door who right. were coming by with flowers, candy, yeah. marriage proposals, right. all sorts of things. It was exhausting. Yeah. Um, and I was technically above you, but all my work was to serve you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you technically were getting a security man's salary. Yeah, no one yeah. told me that. Yeah, I understand. Um, we like but yeah, surprise, right? the Lost City, um, not— Really great. Even those mo- they they lacked chemistry. Yeah. Um. I think it was. I think they told every actor they were making a different type of movie. Yeah. And then like, so one person thought it was maybe a, a romance, uh-huh. a drama. The other thought it was just a fun adventure comedy. Yeah. Um. I don't know. That's a great. shame. Who's the other person that does? Oh, Brad Pitt shows up. He is does. He, does he have like a little cameo, or is that more of a part? He has a, a small role. Yeah. In it. Very funny. Yeah. Um, but he he's not the funniest person in the movie is not in most of the Yeah, movie. right. That's what I was guessing on that. Yeah. What was the other one you watched? Oh, so um it wasn't awful. It's called <laughs> Ready Ready or Not from twenty nineteen. Okay. Um, it has Samara Weaving, Adam Brody, a bunch of like uh mildly handsome white okay. people. Sure. In it. Um that's every movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe that's why it was not that great. Yeah. No. Um, a friend of mine told me it was, he's like, if you like Knives Out, you'll love this. And so I oh. went in thinking it's going to be Knives Out. Yeah. And it did not have the charm of Knives Out. It is a, a fun, like, thriller, like a, uh, boy, I'm not going to use these terms right. Like, yeah. Kind of like a slasher, thriller, horror combo. Okay. Yeah. Did not have the like uh, cheekiness of Knives Out. Yeah, the, the playfulness. It yeah. was just like a brutal, dark. But also the concept gets a little ridiculous at certain points. Oh, so I recommend watching it. But yeah, do not expect Oscar-nominated Knives Out. I feel like yeah. I feel like when Knives Out came out, everyone's like, "Let's do a Knives Out." But I'm like, "You've they did it really well, so it better be good." So there's always right. a bunch of versions of that. That came out a little bit after that, and it's like mm, I, that. That might have been my weekend because the Lost City was like a bunch of these adventure movies come out. Oh yeah, and then it's like, well, let's do one of those. Yeah, yeah. They can't all be gold. Well, did you watch anything better? I did. I thought nothing of this when I heard about this movie. I thought nothing of it. I have <laughs> no interest whatsoever. Then everyone kept saying, "No, it's really good," which is the new incarnation of the Predator movie called Prey. I'm dying to watch that. And I kept saying, I heard one person say, no, it's really good. And then I was like, well, I don't believe you. Based, you're one person. And then another person said it, another person said it. So I finally watched it. And it's great. That's it, what I've heard. It's such an, a refreshing take 
on the Predator movie. It's that traditional Predator storyline, you know, but it's uh, it takes place in like America right when the French were coming over to ruin it before we came to ruin it. Or I, I don't know history, but I, I assume both of <laughs> those people ruined it. Uh, so it, it's like a Native American actress and a Native cast. And it's about Predator early days coming over and exploring Earth. And this young woman, it's kind of the story of like she's trying to prove herself in a very male-dominated, you know, tribe. And she gets to prove herself by taking on the Predator and learning about him. It's Amber Mid-Thunder. That's a great name. She – did you see the show Legion? No, I didn't. Um she did look familiar to me, though. She's in that. She's also in, I believe, the most recent episode of uh, Reservation Dogs. Oh. But in Legion, she plays one half of a person. Oh, is Legion based on that Marvel? It is. And it's okay. made by uh, the gentleman that made the Fargo shows, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is a is visually stunning. Yeah. Very trippy. Oh, that's interesting. Um, she is like the action star in that movie. Really? Yeah. It's uh yeah, Prey is I highly recommend. It's gotten a, it's gotten really good reviews and uh I highly highly recommend. Also, there's a great dog in it. That's a really good. impressive dog in this movie. Um and then oh, also I just want to go back real quick to uh Regina Hall. What I did want to mention is the thing that I saw her in that I was where I finally was like, yep, you're one of my favorites is a show called nine perfect strangers. It had uh, Melissa McCarthy. It also had Nicole Kidman. It's about these people who come away to this retreat to try to get this kind of peace. And you learn different things about them. Yeah. I've seen this. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. With Michael Shannon as the ultimate suburban dad. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. A bunch of actors I really like, but in a weird grouping. And she was like a standout in that. She always is. Yeah. Really phenomenal. She should host this show with you. I would I would like a standing invitation to Regina, Regina Hall. Hall. Yeah. Anytime. If you're not busy getting awards and roles. To and just just quick add on Sterling K. Brown and Sterling Hayden, who I think is dead. Uh you also are welcome. Yeah. Especially in Sterling Hayden, because that would be a story. That... Back from the dead, <laughs> just to host <laughs> Cinnabon. Have to start a new podcast about all the ghosts that start yeah, showing up. Dwellfin, thank you for being here. Yeah, this episode went off the rails a lot. Yeah, as it should. This is what we do. <laughs> Cinnabuds is produced by the one and only DJ Kenny Perez. Thank Kenny. Yeah, he's the best. And the Cinnabuds theme song is by Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Artist working man and show business. Professional musician. We also get support from our wonderful members, both from Radio Milwaukee and from Milwaukee Film. We love you so much. Please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts. And finally, follow at Cinnabuds Podcast on Instagram, where we can chat and be friends. It's worth it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you next time.